Welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Bigger Than Me. I'm your host, Allie Hare. And sorry for the unplanned interruption. I hope that those of you who do listen on Spotify, I hope that you were, I don't know, pleased, maybe, who knows, with the little playlist thing I put out last week, which was a cool little feature, I guess, that I was able to do through Anchor, which is where my podcast is hosted. I was able to kind of talk through a playlist. So if you don't listen to this podcast on Spotify, you can go to Spotify to listen to the playlist that I put together. It's very angsty. But anyway, I'm back. It's better than ever, is it? I don't know. We'll see. But I'm just going to dive in. So here's my embarrassing story for you guys. The very first time that I was allowed to go home from school by myself, which I don't know if that's actually a thing anymore because like the internet, I don't know. But back in my day, the very first day that I was allowed to go home from school by myself. Nobody was going to be home. I was going to get dropped off by the bus and I was going to get to be home by myself. No parental supervision. I know it sounds crazy. The very first day I had very specific instructions. I was to call my mom as soon as I walked in the door. My mom's work number started with 981. So guess what I dialed? The very nice dispatch lady answered and I very promptly hung up. So fast forward, I don't know, 15 minutes later. Knock, knock, sheriff's department. What the actual fuck? Knock, knock, sheriff's department. Me, opens door, assuming it was, you know, a serial killer pretending to be the cops. We gotta hang up at this address. Are you alone? I then proceeded to just melt into a puddle as they checked the entire house to verify that I'm actually just a very dumb kid that hung up on the cops. Needless to say, my mom did not look super happy when she got home very quickly after that. So, yeah, that's that's my embarrassing story for today. I have some thoughts. I have thoughts, and that is why I'm calling this episode... <laughs> White hot takes. Hear me out, guys. It's going to be worth it. I totally promise. But who watched the documentary on Netflix about Abercrombie and Fitch? I have thoughts and here they go. Fuck Abercrombie and Fitch. Okay. They're still excluding people. It's still exclusive. And sorry, not sorry, but they had a very long road. To get back in the public's good graces. And by good graces, I do mean wallets. And they popped right back up and they were like, hey guys, <laughs> sorry we're so shitty years ago, but we're back and we're super inclusive now. Are you? Because they literally popped up excluding half the plus size community. Literally half. And I've also seen the other half of the plus size community eagerly shelling out their dollars to them. And you know what? I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad at them because honestly, number one, I do feel like the smaller half of the plus size community, I'm not trying to, I don't know, I'm not trying to call anybody out here, but the smaller half of the plus size community, I'm venturing to guess that like middle school you maybe, if you're a millennial like me, was probably small enough to fit into, you know, Abercrombie, American Eagle, all that kind of stuff. I think I had one Abercrombie shirt that didn't fit me very well, but I wore it. But also, I'm not mad at them because I couldn't wear it 20 years ago and I wanted to so fucking badly. But the thing is, is that we should have just, we should have demanded more. 
we should have demanded more, like all or none. Because they left, they left me out too. They left us out too, right? There, do you guys know that there's, there's a, a and I promise this is not a play on words, but there is a large part of the population that, that goes above a size 20 or a size 22. That's like if you go into a, a straight size store and they're like, oh, we only offer sizes zero through six. And you're like, what about eight, 10, 12? Where are the rest of them? Right? That's exactly, I mean, there are literally millions of of plus size women that that are wearing, you know, 22, 24, 26, 28. Hell, Old Navy goes up to 30. We're, you don't want our dollars? Our, do- our dollars aren't good enough for you because our bodies aren't good enough for you? Uh, fuck you. Fuck you, Abercrombie. Like, no, thank you. No, thank you. You guys are a piece of shit then and you're a piece of shit now. I feel like people don't really, don't really see that side of being plus size. And I am not here to listen to anybody be like, oh, well, you could just lose weight. Guess what? Guess what? I have been on every fucking diet known to mankind. I literally at one point was eating 500 calories a day and telling myself that everything was going to be okay. So yeah, I got really skinny. But even at my very skinniest, I was at 190. Because guess what? My body is not meant to be real thin. I am not meant to be a size two. And I'm okay with that. And guess what? That's all that matters. So this is just a quick PSA to anyone who feels the need to comment on my body on Instagram. I don't fucking care. Um, Moving on. But just again, they left us out too. There's still brands leaving us out, but I don't think people realize what we got left out of as kids, as as young adults, as teenagers, for being bigger than the other girls, right? I didn't get to go on shopping trips with my friends because I was too embarrassed to say that I couldn't fit into anything at the stores they were shopping at. I got left out of thousands, thousands of prom dress designs. I had I had a couple different, you know, styles to choose from because I couldn't go to all the other shops that everybody else was going to to get their prom dresses because they didn't make prom dresses in my size. And again, my size in in high school, I was I was a 16. I was a 16, but that still was not that they weren't catering to my body. They didn't give a shit about my body, right? I mean, we got we got left out of out of the bridal world, right? It's supposed to be the one of the most fun experiences of your life, right? Going and finding the dress and saying yes to the dress. And we're just now, we're just now getting, you know, the same options. If, and that's the thing, it's like we we're not even asking for anything different. We just want the same options. We just want the same options that everybody else has. That's why I feel like the biggest Old Navy fan right now, but that's it. They're just like, hey, everything that we offer, we're offering to everybody up to a size 30. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Because there's still so many brands that are like, here, you can have a couple things. Would you like a cold shoulder top or another wrap dress? No, thank you. No, thank you. Because number one, I. I'm fine if my shoulders are hot. Number two, I don't want to wear a wrap dress. If I have to put more time into figuring out how to put a piece of clothing on, then I do, I don't know, putting on my makeup, then it's not for me. 
It's not for me. And I have thoughts around this about it being, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to call this episode unapologetically living, but you know what? <laughs> I'm starting to think that through and, or I was thinking that through and, and equating that to my thoughts around Abercrombie and I'm like, no, no, I'm not unapologetically living and loving life as a fat girl. I simply refuse to fucking accept that my body is something to be apologized for. That's the thing. And like, I, and I'm, I, I will be the first to say that I, I absolutely have been all over the internet. Oh, just look at me living my unapologetic life. And, and I am, you know, fat liberation and I don't care what you think about my body and all those things. I do really feel all of those things right now, but I also, I want to take the whole, I'm unapologetically living as a fat girl. I want to take that off the table for all of us because we literally have nothing to apologize for. I do not owe my health to you. I do not owe my appearance to you. If you have a problem with the way that I look, avert your fucking eyes. I'm going to wrap up this rant uh, with a quote that I found on Instagram. Uh, you set yourself free when you decide you're good enough for you. I love that. I would like to stitch it on a pillow, slap it on a bumper sticker, and call it a day. I don't care who likes me. I like me. My husband likes me. And at the end of the day, that's really all that matters to me. And I wish that for every single person I know. Moving on, I have funny stuff to tell you. Okay, so last week I was talking with pretty much, I don't know, my entire um, gal group of friends that I work with, um, and I was talking to my husband about uh, Mount Everest. Mount Everest has been a hot topic uh, here in here in my neck of the woods, uh, because a friend of ours, um, he's another, uh, agent here in, um, Charlotte, a uh, real estate agent, um, a friend of ours from the office, he is, um, hiking up to Everest base camp. Um, uh, literally over a week ago, I had no idea there was a base camp or what the steps were to climbing Mount Everest. And I truly never fucking cared about it. But, um, I got curious because part of it was like a morbid curiosity of like, oh my God, what's he going to have to do? And is he going to die? And part of it was just like, hmm, I started reading and then it got more interesting because again, morbid curiosities, there were a lot of dead bodies. Let's get into this, right? So anyway, I was checking stuff out. Um, sidebar, he's totally crushing this thing and he is documenting it all over Facebook and it's been very fun to follow along and I no longer am fearing that he's going to die out there. Um, but hope you come home soon, bro. Um, and I highly doubt that he ever will listen to this. Um, but I do love him anyway, moving on. So I'm digging into Mount Everest. I'm digging into, you know, these, the, the deaths on Mount Everest. I'm digging into, uh, cause if I, if you don't know this about me, I am a like massive true crime fan. Like I am absolutely like that basic bitch, like iced coffee and true crime. That's my religion. Um, and I realize that doesn't make me special, but I don't give a shit. So anyway, so I'm reading about these bodies and I come across the infamous, which now I know, uh, the infamous Green Boots. Um, Green Boots is apparently the most famous body on Mount Everest. Um, and he's kind of like a, 
I guess I would say like a a tourist stop, maybe not a tourist stop. I don't think that's the right word. Um, a landmark, a landmark, if you will, on the way to the top to remind you that shit could get real, real quick. Um, but anyway, so I come across this article about green boots and it was beautifully written. The article was beautifully written. It was very, very, um, just, I don't know which word I'm trying. It starts with an E. Um, Oh God, I can't think of the word right now, but I was, I I was, I was definitely like roped in. And the problem with that is that my husband and I are not very good at sitting in silence. Um, We're typically always like, we're talking about something, we're laughing about something, or we're like, we're watching something on TV and we're laughing about that. I don't know. Um, But I was like, hey, I really want to concentrate on this article. And he's like watching TikTok on his phone right next to me. And I'm like, can you just, can you turn off TikTok for like five minutes? Let me finish this article and then you can TikTok to your little heart's consent, consent, content, whatever. Okay. So I'm reading this article and I can feel him. I can feel him just like looking at me and like waiting for me to be done because we don't sit in silence very well. And like, I'm feeling his eyes on me. I keep getting distracted. I'm reading the same paragraph over and over and over because also my brain doesn't function correctly. And I just am just trying so hard. And literally, it feels like 20 minutes have gone by at this point. It was probably five. But Daryl literally just pipes up and goes, um, so did he freeze to death waiting on you to finish reading that article? (laughs) I died laughing. I absolutely died laughing. We've had we've had several like very funny, uh, I guess, instances over the last week. Um, For those out there that don't know me in real life, um, we are in the process of selling our house and buying a different house and moving into like the next town over. And um, so we were showing our house last weekend. And um, we had gotten in a couple really great offers. And so we were, um, we were ready to kind of wrap up showings. Like we didn't really need to drag it out. And this was like late Sunday afternoon, I guess. And we hear a knock at the door and, um, I'll just say that we had been doing a little bit of celebrating. And so we weren't like a hundred percent, like, mentally prepared for guests okay um at this point like no other appointments had been set for that day like we were done with showing so we were we were ready to pull the trigger right um and you know just say that we were under contract so we get a knock on the door like the doorbell rings whatever and I was freaking out I was like oh my god no like I can't go talk to these people right now like I I don't have a bra on I look like shit like I'm just totally like I was like and I'm the realtor I can't I can't go talk to these people so he goes out he talks to this lady out there he comes back around the corner and I swear to god like it looked like he had lost 10 years from his life and he was like um she says she's here to see the house she doesn't have an appointment um I think she's a realtor and I was like wait what like she's a realtor and she's just showing up here she can't do that and he's like what do I do and he's like in his mind like cops need to get involved and I'm just over here like um, who is this chick? Let me get her card because she shouldn't be at my house. And so he goes back and he's like, ma'am, like, I don't know. I was watching all this unfold on the doorbell camera and it was hilarious to me. Um, but anyway, the next time he came around the corner, 
I, I literally, he was Benjamin buttoning at this point. Literally, like, he comes back around the corner. He looks like a little kid. Like, he looks like, oh my God, what do I do right now? And he's like, okay, she's not a realtor. She's a buyer. She wants to come in. And she basically said, hey, have you accepted an offer on your house? It would be wise to let us in before you do. And at that point, as I had been watching this on the the doorbell camera, right? Like, it, she's got a very thick, like, Jersey accent, right? And I'm not hating on a Jersey accent. My family's from New Jersey, right? But, like, it kind of felt like a threat a little bit. Um, So I basically was like, you know what? I think we're good. I think we're good. You can just go back out there and be like, hey, lady, no thanks, right? And I'm like, wait, are we are we gonna like, is this gonna be a, like a mob thing? What's happening? Um, and I feel like that's now funnier to me now that I'm saying it out loud, um, than it might be to you guys. But I just wish you could have seen my husband's face when he's like panicking about what to do while we're very much buzzed, like trying to enjoy life. And these people just show up at our door, like, Hey, let us in. Um, so needless to say, I get how stressful it is to be a seller in today's market, even though I do realize as sellers, you're all getting top dollar for your homes and that's fantastic, but it's a lot. It's a lot. And especially for people who are not like super, 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 you know, comfortable being out of the house 24 seven, basically for somebody who's an introvert and I just love to be in my house. It was very weird to be out of my house for an entire weekend with strangers being in my house when all I wanted to do was be in my house. Um, but anyway, so that was good news for us this week. So our house is sold, um, or our house is under contract and, um, we are moving right along. Um, very excited about this move. Um, Speaking of real estate, um, did you guys catch the new episodes, the new season of Selling Sunset? I have never really been a huge, like, reality drama, like, TV fan, I guess. Um, I did watch Vanderpump Rules for quite some time, but that was about it. Like, I'm not a Real Housewives fan. I, my sisters hate that. Um, but I just, I never got super, super into it. But Selling Sunset, I am just, I am, I'm so here for it because it's so, so far removed from like my daily life as a realtor. Like I just, it's, it, it's, it's fascinating to me, right? I literally, if, if my, if I had to look the way that these women look when they're filming, like I, absolutely not. I can't do this. I cannot do this. Um, number one, number two, heels, stairs. No, thank you. There's so many hills where they are and the heels, like how do, are they not breaking their necks? I need to know. But here's my thing. Christine Quinn, Christine Quinn, you love to hate her. You hate to love her. I fucking love her. Okay. Is she a bitch? Yes, she is. Is she a nightmare? Yes, she is. Is she one of the greatest Disney villains of our era? She is. She absolutely is. And her and Chelsea, uh, I'm sorry, but they're, it should just be a show about them at this point. It should be a show about them because literally Christine Quinn is out here. She She's out here doing the people's work, okay? She's literally out here being the poster child for don't give a fuck. I'm gonna do me and I love it. 
I absolutely love it. I can't explain it, but I do believe that I'm also entering my villain era and I am here for it. I am here for it. Speaking of trashy TV, moving on to the ultimatum on Netflix. Again, not something that I typically would be interested in, but I think I saw a TikTok about it or something and it looked, oh my God, no, it was, um, it was, uh, oh my God, what is his name? I think it's Chris, Fat Carrie Bradshaw on Instagram and probably Twitter and TikTok. Um, but Fat Carrie Bradshaw, oh my God, he is hilarious. If you guys aren't following him, you really need to follow him. Uh, but he did like this bit in a reel about, um, about Ultimatum. So I wanted to check it out. For those of you that don't know, Ultimatum is on Netflix. It's uh, hosted by Nick and Vanessa Lachey. Like, okay. Um, Nick Lachey, you already had one successful reality show. Is it chicken or fish? Like, no one asked for a new one. But anyway, um, it's trash. It's straight trash, people. It is absolute trash. Number one, if your idea of... Saving your relationship, progressing your relationship, trying to push your relationship forward is, hey, let's go on a reality TV series on Netflix. I don't I don't think that's going to work out for you guys. Um, But literally, it's it's these couples that basically come on this show and are like one one person in the couple has said, if you don't propose to me like we're done, I am done with you. Right. And so the so. The solution is, well, fine, let's spend three weeks apart fucking doing whatever with somebody else and decide if we still want to be together. <laughs> okay, that sounds great. Um, so I have thoughts. I have thoughts. They're all garbage people. For the most part, Zay is like the nicest dude, at least in the first episode. I think I'm only like two episodes in at this point, maybe three, because I did stay up too late. Um... But Zay seems to be the nicest dude there for sure. Um, Alexis and her Tahitian pearls. I just, I really hope that this is scripted. Like for, for, I, I really hope that this is scripted for all of their sakes. Um, Randall, trash. Just trash, period. Yellow shirt girl. Um, forgettable name is what I wrote in my notes. Uh, Madeline, I think it's Madeline. She's not very nice. She's not very nice. Um, I have more words, but I'm also like trying to win a bet with myself that I can keep this G-rated. Um, it's not working so far. And by G-rated, I meant like, I don't want to comment on, uh, there's things I don't want to comment on, but yeah, she's, she's kind of a twat. Um, Alexis, I, I gotta go back. I tried to just kind of let you kind of slip under the radar here with your with your Tahitian pearls I tried to give you a pass but you were straight trash you were straight trash girl I had a good life but I want more than good I I want to be comfortable I want I, he's unacceptable I make more money than him get the fuck out of here hello it is 2022 girl check yourself check yourself um Colby in April I stan. I still don't know what stan means. Did I use it correctly? Um, they're hugging. That was a very short-lived relationship, and I'm over it. Um, these are these are my notes, people. 
I can't. Um, I will say I was very excited to see a child-free conversation start. Um, then I was very troubled to see how quickly it turned into she just hasn't met the right guy. Zero out of ten, Netflix. This is garbage. Um, I'm a child-free millennial. By choice, by choice. Um, I feel like that's something that's becoming more, I obviously just jumped way, way um, far away from ultimatum, but you don't see a whole lot of conversations around um, child-free adults, even more so child-free women in their 30s. Um, I do feel like that's becoming more more of a thing maybe I don't want I don't want to say a thing but um maybe becoming a little less like taboo to be like I'm I'm a 30 something adult and I don't plan on having children right um number one I just I I know I don't have to say this because I'm hoping that if you listen to this you're a smart human being um but first of all just don't ask a woman when she's having children because you have no idea you have absolutely no idea um what she's been through if she's been through what I mean what decisions she has made what decisions she hasn't what what she wants for her life what she doesn't just don't ask don't ask um yeah that's that shouldn't be a PSA, but if you never heard it before and you're hearing it here first, don't fucking ask a woman when she's going to get pregnant, okay? When she's going to have kids. Fortunately, um, Daryl and I haven't really experienced a whole lot of that. We've definitely gotten some questions like, are you guys going to have kids? When are you going to have kids? Whatever. But like, it hasn't been like, I know some people have gotten like bombarded, right? Um, but yeah, I, I just know for myself that I it's not for me. It's not for me. I do have four beautiful nieces. I love them so fucking much, but I also get to give them back at the end of the day. Um, I, I feel sometimes I feel like I want to say like, oh, I'm just a selfish person and I'm okay with that. Um, but I don't think it's selfish anymore. I think I used to, I think I used to think it was selfish to not have children. And I'm not saying it's selfish to have children by any means. Um, I just, I don't think, it's anything like it, it's a choice. It's a choice. And it's literally the, the most permanent choice you can make, right? Like to have children. So if I know 100%, like I don't want kids, like you guys should probably not, you guys should probably want the same for me. Like, right? Like if somebody knows, like without a shadow of a doubt, like kids are not in my future, like go ahead, girl, go ahead live your life, do what you want to do. I would just, I would so much rather, you know, I feel like there's people that, that not feel like I have had people say to me, well, like, what are you, you know, what are you going to do when you're older? Who's going to take care of you when you're older? First of all, uh, spoiler alert, your kids are not your retirement plan. I don't, I don't know if you know that, but they shouldn't be. Uh, that's number one. Number two, I'm going to, I don't know, take care of myself or use money to take care of me I don't know I don't know but I'm not going to rely on another human being to be responsible for me unless I check myself into a very bougie nursing home you know situation and I do plan on doing that um but anyway I digress I just knew that that wasn't I, it was it was I would rather get to 
I don't know, let's say 50, right? And, and if that's when I regret that I don't have kids, I can do something about that, right? I can do, I can adopt. I, I, there are things that we could do about that, but I can't have a child now and then regret it when I'm 50 because that's not how parenting works. Um, so, I, and I don't know that I'm actually trying to explain this to anybody, but I just, I just, I don't know. I'm talking to myself. So, and you're here. So here we are. Um, yeah. So I, my husband and I just, we knew that kids were not for us very quickly after we got married. Um, we, we made that kind of final decision. We, we had talked about it. Uh, we had been together for, gosh, I think six, six or seven years before we got married. Um, and we, we pretty much knew we weren't having kids, but we kind of had left the conversation open. Um, but then shortly after we got married, we did kind of just kind of put that final, like, no, I think, I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, and it, it does feel like, it, it does feel a little like, I don't know. I think I still use the word like selfish, but it's not. It's not selfish to say, hey, I just want to spend the rest of my life hanging out with my best friend and doing whatever the fuck I want to do when I want to do it with my best friend. And because we don't have children, we can do that, right? Um, and I'm not going to apologize for that. And I'm going to try very, very, very hard to stop thinking of it as selfish. Um, but that's a conversation for another day. I'm going to wrap this one up. Um, got some more coming at you. Um, I would love it. I would absolutely love it. You guys, if you would, um, if you would hit those, you know, hit those stars, if you're on Apple podcasts, um, hit those stars, rate, review. That would be absolutely amazing. Um, if you want to find me on Instagram, I am at, well, you can find me at bigger than me pod or at lights camera alley. Um, I do have some more fun stuff coming out for you. So as a reminder, I'm a big girl. I've got a big personality and this shit is bigger than me. Stay tuned.